Dying Alone Together is brought to you exclusively by Aaron Carr Skincare. Do they have a Hallmark card for get well because your dick's broke? Ooh. Um, you, you, you're telling, you told me without any details right. that you're going to now elaborate yeah. very much so mm-hmm. that you have had a sexual in- injury. Yeah, a sexual injury. Are you okay now? Uh, so I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm 100%, but I'm definitely mostly out of the woods. I'm like, I'm like up to 90, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, front or back? Back. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Fisher? Yes. Oh, no. No, JJ, no. Yeah, yeah. I tore it open. Yeah. And I'm all right. here to share all that news with everybody here. Let's, 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 let's open up. <laughs> God, let's I'm up. tired of opening up. Do you want to stretch first? Oh, God, you should. Everyone <laughs> stretch right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's... just give us a little bit at a time. Oh, please. Just so you don't open up too quickly. Okay, okay, just a little. About the sexual injury. I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not going to laugh. No, you're I'm fine. fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. great. It's definitely okay. He's fine. Don't yell at me. I'm not mean to him. No, but ha- if you had asked me how I'm doing, like, a couple weeks ago, like, when it was a new situation, Would you I... like a pillow or something softer to sit on? <laughs> I'm okay right now. Okay. Like, I'm definitely, like, it's not occupying my consciousness. Great. Or, like... 24 7 like it was at the very beginning gotcha like let me tell you i also like i i i i'm pretty sure anal fissures are like a pretty immediate injury basically if you don't know what that is if we're talking gibberish to you it's just a tear in your anus in your rectum um and they can be caused from like just you know, too big of a dick, not enough lube, different, you know, factors and scenarios for sure. Even like some people just get them chronically because of like gastrointestinal stuff. Anyway, um, I got it from sitting on a dick a little bit too eagerly, probably without enough lube and without like just warming up, you know, mm-hmm. bottoming journeys. We've talked about it here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the missteps now. Right. Yeah. So um, did you realize there was a problem at the time? No. You realize later. Yeah, it was it was a situation where like I don't know, heat of the moment, things were fine, and I, this, so this is the medical this is the medical result of the colloquial phrase "tear you a new asshole." Yeah, like, this man tore you a second asshole. Yeah, yeah, mm. and I had so many qualms with it because like I, you know, I've I don't know why I'm thinking so hard about like wh- how to like cutely phrase everything because I just. We're already here. Like, just talk about it. Yeah, we're, 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 we've arrived. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Part of me was thinking, like, wait, that's not even the biggest dick. I've t- that's not even, like, the craziest, most, you know, whatever powerful sex, like, position. Why didn't I, like, earn a fissure on a more, like, risky move? Like, I kind of. Mm. It's was... sort of like, it's sort of like um, I had a, I had a, a co-worker who got a pass, he got like a gift card kind of thing to like one of those American Ninja Warrior things. Okay. <laughs> and he injured himself in the first five minutes at the, like the warm up jog around the track. Oh my uh, God. Because he like stepped in some like divot or something yeah. and like twisted his ankle. Yeah. So it's like, like he didn't hurt himself on like the crazy shit that he was signed up to do. He yeah. did it like, so you. That's how it feels. I right. feel like I've, you know. It's you didn't like even you, make it to the pommel horse. No, it's like I qualified for the Olympics and then I tripped on the plane, like on the way up or something. <laughs> it's just like that dumb. Not to, not to like shame I, my I, partner. I know. I was just saying, I was no. like this poor, this, no, <laughs> this poor man who, that's not who what I'm saying. broke you. I'm just saying, I, you know, it would have made more sense to me if it was. So you did not realize mm-hmm. that there was a problem until the next morning. Next day. Next day. Yeah. Next day was just, um, you know, what? Well, how about this? I didn't know there was a problem because I've also been in the situation where I've had sex and the next day you're a little, you're still feeling a little bit, oof, a little ouch, a little bit, you know, if I, it's. I think I remember what that was like. Oh yeah. Sure. Back. Yes. Years and years and years ago. Right. Now you, you put your ear to it and you hear the ocean. Right? <laughs> anyway. Sure. So the next day I was like, all oh, right, that's casual like feeling next day. Mm, okay. 
uh, strange. Mm. Third day? Oh, okay. Never have I experienced third day pain. Yeah. Oh. So that's, JJ. you know, the nail in the coffin. I'm going to go to the, I went to the urgent clinic. Mm-hmm. And I uh, had a doctor and I, you know, described everything and he was super ready to prescribe me medicine. Ah, so this will be, this talk will be a gripe about the American healthcare. But um, he gave me a prescription. I went to my pharmacist and like, oh, your insurance doesn't cover that. Insurance also doesn't cover anything similar, so we don't know what to do for you. And I was like, so annoying. My ass is literally hurting like 24-7. Like there's not a breath I take that I'm not also thinking about my asshole. Um, and isn't that what you want from a from a long-term partner? <laughs> you don't take a single breath without thinking of your asshole. You know, there's... Every breath <sighs> I take. I mean, there's a way to spin that to make it sound romantic, but this was far from. No. I was so, so uncomfortable. And you, oh my God, you discover all of the times that you tighten yourself unconsciously. Oh, yeah. It's like when you get a paper cut on your finger and you don't realize how much and you use how your much you use your finger. Yeah, 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 yeah no, yeah. literally like bending over to pick something up. Ow. Right. Taking a step downstairs. Ow. Right. Like stretching to grab a sweater off a shelf. Ow. Everything yeah. is involved with my asshole I'm discovering. <laughs> Especially um, sw- sweaters. <laughs> anyway. I don't know how you get sweaters, but apparently you you in, in, in you require an engagement of your whole That's to I'm acquire saying. a... To a, walk a, downstairs was a surprise. Right, because it's probably the same kind of like, like having a hernia. Yeah. You know, it's similar full to Full body. It's a full body thing. Right. Um, and then, so anyway, I couldn't get my first prescription, annoyed by that, trying to figure out what to do. I almost thought, like, what if I can wait this out? Because fissures sometimes go away on their own. Next day, still unbearably uncomfortable to the point where I'm just, like, just trying to take naps just to not do oh, anything. JJ, I feel so bad. I know, it was bad. And then I um, went back to the clinic. Oh, by the way, the first time I, he diagnosed me just with conversation. And I was also kind of like, but what if this isn't a fissure? And I'm, like, trying to treat the wrong thing. Didn't even look at it. No. Oh, fuck this guy. I know. Well, it was like, yeah, I I mean, and I am in a state of vulnerability. So I was just like, what? Okay, sure. Whatever you say, let's just get it done. Hopefully that works. Oh, and by the way, on the way out, he tells me like the prescription was for nitroglycerin. Um, and he was like, oh, just, you know, it usually takes about four to six weeks to heal. I'm like, what the fuck? Like on the way out, like super disappointed in that. And then whenever, you know, I couldn't get my prescription and I am still in pain and it's not going to go away easy. I was thinking, like, maybe this isn't even a fissure. I should know for sure. So the next time I kind of put my foot down, I was like, hey, someone look at my butt, please. Like, I just kind of, I went back to the clinic. Which is ironically also your scruff profile. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Same test. Medically inspired. Um, but, uh, yeah, so then I had a doctor uh, take a look and confirm a diagnosis. And was like, yep, let's prescribe you something new. Mm-hmm. Also wasn't covered by insurance. Mm-hmm. But this time, this thing, I think I couldn't get, like, a suppository, but there was a cream form. Yeah. This is so much information. Thank you all for sticking it out and listening with me. Um, anyway, got that prescription, you know, doing that thing. And it still takes weeks. And so, yeah, that was a few weeks ago. And I'm, like I said, at 90% recovery. Oh, my God. Okay. So this brings up another thing. (sighs) Whenever you're in pain and things are just not going your way and you're just desperate to kind of like figure out what's going on. And I know the internet is not the place to go for healthcare. I was looking up all the kind of remedies. Oh, no. Listen, hold on. We're not there. There was like take warm baths, take like a, a sits bath or whatever, like a Epsom salts and stuff just to relax muscles. And... Gigi, did you put a crystal in there? Because I swear to God. Okay, not a crystal. I'll give you three more guesses. <laughs> um, oh, was, were, you, were you on goop? Did you put an egg in there, like a stone? Not a stone. Um, You said something correct, though. <laughs> an egg? An egg? Egg. Listen, no, okay. I, yeah, I, and I'm gonna fully defend myself. It's just whenever you're that uncomfortable, I'm not a goop. Well, okay, I use like raspberry seed oil because of Gwyneth Paltrow for hydrating my skin. It's not like I'm trying to like, you know, change my life or save the world with it or like Kegel with an egg in my body. But online, there's a medical journal that said there was a study that um, more effective than nitroglycerin, and it had a direct comparison to my first uh, prescription was um, egg yolk, actually. And I was like, okay, so people can get salmonella from an egg. And uh, so what's what's the danger there? And then I thought about it. Rocky chugs some eggs. I can butt chug an egg and see how I do. 
And, and we have the name <laughs> of the episode. I can butt chug an egg. And JJ can butt chug an egg. I tried it out, and let me tell you, I thought that worked so good. It changed the game for the day, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to Palcho. So question. What's up? Afterwards. Scrambled or sunny side up? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! No, no, over no, easy. No. no, that was a that was a. Ugh. Someone did that on Big Mouth. Uh, Lola did that on Big Mouth. Oh, she did t- <laughs> this season. <laughs> anyway, but no, I did not partake in um, anything beyond that. Did I, you crack your egg on the rim? <sighs> there was a whole process, y'all. I mean, first it was egg yolk, so I had to separate, and then I put it in a syringe that I got. And if you would like to see JJ insert an egg into his broken asshole, please subscribe to my OnlyFans. I also feel like the inhibition's down, and I'm just going to share every goddamn detail. I'm so sorry, everyone. But I tried it out so you don't have to, okay? Hopefully you just never get a needle fissure. He walked so you could run. (laughs) To the doctor for actual medication. That's right. I walked with a hobble because there was a lot of pain in my anus. Oh... Do you know that that cart the my anus is bleeding the cartoon? I think maybe. Oh, I'll send this to you. Okay. <laughs> so okay. So did the egg work? Um, I th- I was you know maybe psychosomatically I was convinced that all the effort that I went through that I had to have some rewards. So I was like you know what I think I did something cool there. It wasn't like an immediate thing. It wasn't supposed to be an immediate thing. It's still like. It takes a while for for um, injury there the to heal. Poor guest of this podcast who doesn't know that this is the first segment. Well, that's the other thing. We always title the segment and then put their face on a graphic with the title, and they're like, "Oh wow, sounding rods." That's by my face now. <laughs> oh yes, I remember that one. I, yeah, I'm like yeah. yep, totally. Um, yeah, it's gonna be whoever our guest is, and then uh, butt chugging eggs. Yeah, egg yolks. So you're fine now. I'm yeah yeah yeah. I'm like the, the eggs worked, or you went and got real medication. Uh, well, but I used it all. I also by time, time is a part of healing. So um, you know, it's hard to. I can't really uh, put science down and be confident in the egg, but I can tell you that it worked for my brain. For right. me, like I just did something. I, I'm changed by it. <laughs> you're, you're you're not the man you were before. <laughs> God, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. There's a Humpty Dumpty joke in here. Oh, no. Because <laughs> he's an egg. No. <laughs> All the well, King's I hope it was a boy egg, yeah. King's men. Yeah. Could not ass. put your whole back together again. Mm-mm. Nope. That's a good title, too. Yeah. Baker's Dozen. There's something. There's... <laughs> well, it happened. Right. I have. You've never had a fissure before? I have had pain yeah. tearing of yeah. some nature. Um, that's the other thing. I'm 26, and I'm like, fuck. Is that's, this... uh, that's when, because, you know, oh. you're not used to. And but like... does that window close, and I can, like, live my life without fear? Well, hopefully the window is fully closed. <laughs> yeah. Sealed. Agreed. Signed, sealed, delivered. Please. Um, uh, uh, I mean, you always, I mean. I'm talking to you like you're a doctor. I'm like, help me. Right. It it could always happen again. It could no! <laughs> always happen again, but it's not like, it's not like a cesarean, I don't think it's, unless you had it really bad, I don't think it's like a cesarean section where like, right. you can now only have cesarean sections because you'll tear it if you do. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, but I had, it was, it was the, it was the first warning sign that I needed to break up with the ex-boyfriend. What? Like, it was the day that we moved in together. And it was a really frustrating day. We even had to call the vet because the dog got in, his dog got into a sandwich that had a lot of onions in it and dogs oh, can't eat onions. Like there, there was, a, and like the moving was complicated. We did a self move. I wanted to get it done. He wanted to be lazy. It was, it was a very annoying day. Yeah. But he had this fantasy that like, cause it was, we were moving in together for the first time and that we'd spend all day moving in and we move in. And he always, he was one to like sort of like paint the perfect picture of how this was going to be. And everything needed to be like this, mm-hmm. despite what anyone is saying or how anyone feels. And so it was like, well, you know, and then we'll come home and we'll take a shower together. And then we've set up our bed in our new home and then we'll like fuck all night. Mm. And I was exhausted, mm. sore, uh, I feel like I had like a rash between my legs because I was like sweating and rubbing together all day from like, I just didn't feel sexy. I just okay. felt gross. Yeah. And I said, no, I do not want to have sex. And he said, yes. Oh, and uh, he, you know. Well, that's a red flag for sure. Right. No, but it wasn't that. Um, Like he was like laying on top of me and like, you know, come on, come on. You know, it, I relented. Sure. I consented mm-hmm. after <clears throat> a lot of pressure. I know that's boyfriend. And sort of just said, stuff. please take, I'm, tired and my like i sore i hurt like yeah. please be gentle and he was not uh. and for the next four days um whenever i 
used the exit version of that uh, body part. Um, it was blood exit. and uh, searing pain. See, like, like had I because I and I want to put it in a show because it's so like visual. I remember going to uh, the bathroom at work in the stall having to bite into my hand mm-hmm. as I used it because I didn't want to scream. Mm-hmm. And I and here's the red flag. I came home and told him. I said, by the way, like, I'm really like, well, because he wanted to have sex again. And I was like, I'm, oh, I, I'm, I, I'm in pain. I can't. Like, it, it hurts. And I was expecting some level of compassion? sympathy or compassion. Yeah. And he looked me straight in the, and I'll never forget it. Because it was like, it, was the, it went off. I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he was like, well, maybe you shouldn't talk about that you can take big dicks. Yeah. No. And I was like. Yeah, no, no, that's nail in the coffin. Uh-huh. Day two. Great. Oh, I've God. I've got a year to go. Yeah, that's really... He was a real dick about that. And I was in... Like, I almost went to urgent care because it was like... God. I was I was worried. But when I, I did homeopathic stuff for a while, I didn't mm-hmm. reach for the eggs. Oh. Um, but, Maybe you But should. I did sort of just like... Um, always made sure that after I went that I used like a wipe and like cleaned... Th- like everything yeah. was like very clean. And uh, a little bit of like... Um, antibiotic ointment that mm-hmm. I had like over the counter stuff. Yeah, just a little uh, or something. Right. And just just every time just making sure it was all it was never it was always spick and span. Yeah. Uh and like within a couple days it was fine. There you go. A couple days is great. Um, right. I'm happy that I see the end of the tunnel now. I, well, as we head to um <laughs> the, just so you know that ambulance that you're hearing is not here for uh JJ. He's oh you fine. don't know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I texted nine one one I'm just smiling over here. Um, but I do love that during my entire discussion, a siren was <laughs> of what I was just talking about. That a siren was playing. Uh, just to be clear: we're not doctors, and oh, no. um, um, you shouldn't listen to anything no, no, we said. No. And you know who else wasn't a doctor? Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. So um, don't maybe put an egg. But I didn't find it from Gwen. I found it from some medical journal. It was like .gov. Just saying. But I also no, they probably like know how to like do it better than I do how in my in my bathroom. What government agency is know. publishing We can look it up. Egg to hole transmission. I don't know. I can tell you right now. We have to leave this segment. Right, and we'll goodbye. be back after this break. In a post pandemic world, uh Omicron variant aside, uh I've really prioritized self-care. I don't think I was doing a lot of it during the pandemic, though that whole period of time is quite hazy. Uh, I definitely wasn't washing my face every morning like I used to. I definitely wasn't moisturizing like I used to. Certainly wasn't brushing my hair or making my bed. And I've really made an effort post-pandemic to like get back into good habits. And one of those you know, good habits, honestly, is skincare, which is why I'm very happy to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Aaron Carr. Aaron Carr reinvents natural skincare with daisy flower, aloe, willow bark, marine algae, and green tea to brighten, lighten, hydrate, tone, and cleanse. They've upped the ante with safe, clinically proven ingredients like peptides, hyaluronic acid, and antioxidants because, darlings, natural ingredients simply can't work alone. The result is a universal skincare line that addresses conditions ranging from acne to aging with superstar, non-irritating, natural, and clinical actives for every skin type. And of course, they are cruelty-free and their products are never tested on animals. So darlings, here's your chance to have your cake and eat it too. You can indulge your skin with top-of-the-line naturals and keep it healthy with top-of-the-line science. Hashtag trust science. Some secrets are just too good to keep, so you can share Aaron Carr with your friends and family and become a skincare hero. For great skincare solutions, go to AaronCarr.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-C-A-R-R-E.com. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Because of your support, they support us. So despite my matchmaking adventures, we are still on the apps. We are still swiping. So JJ, um, now you, last we talked, you got off. Right. Are you back on? No. You're still still on. Right. Well, no, it's partially the sexual injury, I think. Um, Yeah, so. Don't put that on scruff thrust straps. uh, As in what? Your injury. Oh, oh. I mean, no, I won't brag about it. (laughs) I'll brag about eggs. Um, I make a mean omelet. Uh, let's do scruff. I think I just want to do scruff because it's been a while. 
And it's the weekend, so we can do the thirst traps. Yes, that's the other thing we're talking about. All right. So I figured out, because we couldn't figure out last time how to do it. Yeah. Wait, why is that not showing up? There's a way. There is a way. I feel like every time I do it, it's gone. I think it's, isn't it on this menu, like the discover? Because then you have like a menu of like something else down below, maybe. Maybe. It's usually right up top. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to be. No. That's helpful. It's not there. Darn. Maybe. Oh, I like that I see a drag queen's name that I know. I don't know what's happening. All right. Well, we can't do thirst traps. Well, anywho, let's do the normal thing. So um, let's go into nearby. Your grid. Oh, yeah. You've been living here for a while now. So you've kind of gotten more familiar with your new grid, right? I have. I mean, I, I am at the point. I think we talked about this before. I'm at the point these days where like, I have very much deprioritized scruff and grime. I'm still on them, but mm-hmm. like I'm not right. on them much because if I'm my dance card's pretty full. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to have sex with someone at this stage, it's because I'm invest I'm either investigating whether there's something a possibility of something more. Right. Or that investigation is complete. There isn't, but the sex is still good and we're like friendly and having good sex. Yeah. Cause I, I just like I don't want to risk it with new people these days. It's 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 always like you always roll a fucking dice. Totally, I and know what you mean. Yeah, no, my dancer is pretty. I'm 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 pretty well taken care of these days. All so. right, so we're perusing just kind of for the, the right. fun of it. But you know, we we always keep it open, open to possibilities. Yeah. Um, this gentleman looks very attractive. Okay. And so does this one. Ooh, agreed. Let's see how many people. So here's something I've talked about. I know I've talked about before, which is that um, everyone on these apps now is um, polyamorous, open, or married. Right. All the time. Yeah. It's just like, I just like. Oh, take a guess before you click on them what they are, maybe. Married, um, open relationship. I think that one's married before I think that one's married. Interesting. Let's see. Single. Oh. Oh, I've woofed him before. He has no interest in me. He never responds. Oh, you know what? I think I might have woofed him in my life as well back in the day whenever I. He had also him. may not be real. I don't know. That's so gorgeous. Like He's a, a very handsome man. So, uh, who would play her? Oh my God! Name any of the the Ryan's, any of the Chris's, probably. Right, he's in the he's in the yeah. He he's could be in, in a the, Marvel movie for sure. For sure, he's very this brave. is a this is a this is a Wolverine. This is a new the new Wolverine. Oh yeah, like a yes, because Logan is I think his last one, Hugh Jackman's last, I think. Anyway, right? Yeah, he's done. Harry mm-hmm. muscular. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully a, he's short because isn't Wolverine supposed to be short? And then they kind of had to change it. He's five nine. Oh, that's not that short. I think Wolverine in the comics is like five four or something. Harry Ryan Reynoldsy face. Mm-hmm. Um, great muscle, just an amazing body. Yeah, so potentially Cute. catfish just by suspicion of God, you're hot. Right, it might not be real. Bottom verse. Okay. Um, Good for me. Otter, bear, muscle, bodybuilding, wolf. He's into. He is jock, muscle, other. He's into bears, jocks, muscle, daddies, and others. Mm. Um, he's looking for friendships, relationships, random. He, him, pronouns. What I do. Summarize and clarify. Oh, cryptic. Very cryptic. Summarize and clarify. Well, would you clarify that sentence? Because it's really confusing. What I'm looking for. Trying my best to be Tom Hardy on the outside and Harry Styles on the inside. Interesting. Okay. I don't mind that. Looking for friends with beneficial natures or for fun that could lead to something more. Exercise. I'm into exercise, reading, cooking, horror, comedy. Take me outside. There's one psychology thing that like already is in my head a little bit. Okay. What do you think about trying to emulate like other people? I mean, I mean, he's he, this is a this is a I don't take this one seriously because it's like I'm trying to describe myself to other people. Oh, okay. Like this is like, like I'm route. painting a picture for you. Gotcha. Like I want to be broody and muscly on the mm. outside, but like with a you know, like he's not a. I think this is his way of communicating. Like I know what I look like, but I'm not one of these mask for mask assholes. All right, that's, that's that's how I'm reading kind of it. Charming. Yeah, I guess my worry, I guess, would be is if someone says that they're trying to emulate someone. I almost, or you know, doesn't use the word emulate, and that might be the difference. But right, if you know, someone points out like trying to be like Tom Hardy or whatever. I imagine them with like a picture that they look at on their phone every day. Like, oh, there's Tom Hardy. Vision boards. Like, so you're not into a vision board. I think it's okay, but if it's not you, if there's like a role model, like a a mold you're trying to fit, I think that is so impossible all the time. I just feel I I agree with your sentiment. 
I think that this person is just like using references to try to. Here we go. I definitely have space for him, especially because he's hot. Yeah, and he gets a a wolf. Yes. Why not? Another one that he will not respond to. All right, let's check out the other one, see if he's married. Ah, Jack, two for two single. I think, but they, I think I have also, what well, these were all bottoms too. Oh. So they're, they're not. Wait, what does that mean? Wait, wait, wait. No. Oh, yeah. We oh. will talk about this. Let's, okay. First start. I mean, he's a gorgeous man. Yes. And it's, it's, it irritates me because these two people are both in my neighborhood. The last one we looked at and this guy, this guy also hot, hairy, muscly, mm-hmm. both objectively hotter than me. And so it's like, it's like, why, like, I should just go home. Like these two are out here. Oh, like where? Boo. Why am I here? You know. But that that kind of. Gets I understand right. what you're saying. Um, I feel let's talk I've about the profile yeah. title. Okay. The um the thing. So we read, read it for us. All right. Sub, peach emoji, uh, downward arrow emoji, four XL, eggplant emoji, upward uh, arrow emoji. <laughs> So this is big dicks only. Yeah. Sub bottom for extra large dick top. Right. Mm-hmm. That's uh, clear. All com- mostly communicated through emoji. You know, uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day talking about how I'm going to butcher this, but the last like pictographic language that's still used um, in there's a there's a written language in China that's pictographic. I think I might be using that incorrectly, but I don't know. That's fascinating that, like, even without knowing English or another language, we're starting to be able to communicate things just with pictures. Right. I don't know. I kind of am into that. No, yeah, no, I'm fine. Then. Yeah. What do you think? What's, do you have an observation about it, though? Um, I just think it's funny how we have co-opted. I mean, we do this all the time as, like, a, the gay community. Like, we, like, the hanky code, the, uh-huh. you know, we've just, like, co-opted the peach and the and the eggplant. Oh, for sure. Um. And we just decided as a community, these are now markers for us. Yeah, sorry about it, but you can't do sorry, anything else. Sorry, this is ours now. Yeah. Um, you want a peach cobbler? That's a butt cobbler. <laughs> Which is what um, happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. And why you needed to rest for a few weeks. Um, what I'm looking for. Okay, this is, I want to talk about this. Oh, I am looking for sexy XXL Dom Hung eggplant tops who throw down Ooh. baby got a big insatiable bubble butt peach emoji Ooh. also like muscle guys muscle bears wolves lean fit athletic and sexy fuzzy guys fully vaxxed here for the sexy hot fun times filled with sex and friendship <laughs> i will treat you in the exact same manner you treat me all right so um here's the thing has this at times been maybe my internal monologue has this is this something that's like yes i am mm-hmm. i recognize your goals right Give me i see a, your goals absolutely i recognize your goals to write it out like this what is the balance between I am clearly communicating what it is that I am looking for. Mm-hmm. And maybe there is no balance. Maybe it's both. And I am indicating that I am 100% about people's physical appearances. Um, they have to be um, muscle gods mm-hmm. with the largest dicks. And anything less than that uh, is not good enough for me. Yeah, I was going to say, too, it does sound incredibly rigid. And I was like, man, I probably do not relate to this person's sex life at all. I can, like, to write this with this level of, like, confidence mm-hmm. and just throw it out there, like, and maybe you can challenge me if you think I'm wrong. You, you will. Um, I think this person's probably an enormous prick. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if you're right. Of course, I don't know. That's like the thing. I would love to find out that this person has like just maybe um, poorly communicated <laughs> that they're they're right. not just a sex robot thing because that's what I get from this profile. Right. Like it's literally the and you're on scruff, so it is fine to en- it's for. fine to yeah. enter the space and say I am just looking for sex. Lines and lines. It's almost paragraphs of like sex is this. It's muscles and sexy fun yeah. times. Sex fun times for fun. Fun fun fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that paints a big very dick specific. sex time for fun. Big peaches, big big egg- eggplants. I'm hungry. Like it's very yeah. Nom nom nom. Nom nom. <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of one track mind. Like I have nothing. But you're on scruff, so it's like right. sure. I don't know. 
but it it it, it it's straightforward. Name. I'm 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 tr- I'm trying to to navigate. Mm-hmm. What is my in still to this day dealing with just internalized. Uh, concepts of sort of shame and embarrassment around just blatant naked sexuality mm-hmm. versus versus like am I judging him for being for like you know being am I judging him based on being like sexually just like out there mm-hmm. or am I judging him based on what he's saying like, right you know like because there's a comfort zone know. for you that right. might be in question right or it could be uh, that he could possibly be a prick I just think like even if the, even if this is your internal methodology, mm-hmm. like people who message me, people who woof me, people, you know, it's the same thing I have about like people who put, and this is more clearly a, a foul, but put like racial preferences or oh, something, which doesn't, at least in New York, doesn't happen as much. I don't see it as much as I used to. Yeah. Or you still see the mask femme stuff. It's yeah. like I can decide that internally Mm -hmm. i can see the things that present to me Mm -hmm. and decide whether i'm attracted to them or not but there's something about hanging a sign on your wall it's hanging a sign on the wall that basically says no tiny dick fatties at you know Mm -hmm. like you know like Mm -hmm. there's a difference between i am you know i'm picky and i only like a particular type and i only like this and when the options come to you only self-selecting those things within your realm and hanging a sign that says don't even fucking bother if you're not this i think there's a difference you're right that's i mean you know what it's kind of reminding me why i think i'm a little bit too i don't know like impatient or weak-willed to even maintain a scruff because of like having to kind of filter through and reject people here and there i get bored and tired of having to do that as well like it's just and so but hanging a sign on my scruff thing to communicate that i'm like not interested in this to put hard lines on what i'm not interested in is still hard to me even in like off of apps or whatever like i just want to be available and figure out for myself every time individually but um i understand the impulse to kind of you know i don't know put a sign on the door because i i you know in New York, especially, you might like if you get on daily, you're gonna have a new person to talk to daily, and that adds up too quickly. And that's and, oh, again, mm-hmm. we've talked about this in the past. I'm fine with that. Um, but this guy, it's also like, oh yeah, how sad? Because some of the absolute best sex and sexual chemistry and connection I have ever had, mm-hmm. it, like, blows my fucking mind. Not always with people who could get on Sean Cody. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I... In fact, a lot of those have been mediocre to bad sexual experiences because I find that people that look like that tend to think that that's all they have to bring to the table because I... they just kind of show up and they're like, well, I'm hot. You took so the like, words out of my mouth. That's, here I am. That's an experience too. And it's like, or, and let me tell you, man, do they love a mirror and they look at themselves the whole time. Mm. Have you ever oh. been with a really hot person who's just like literally just watching themselves in the mirror the whole time? No, Jack. All the time. I don't think that that's happened. relatable content. Literally almost every time I have had sex with someone who was just like objectively model hot, which is like – and when I say this, guys, like subscribers, I, I, I'm saying what the media has presented to us historically as. I'm not – I'm mm-hmm. not – I'm not – this Sean is not Cody my judgment. Sean Cody is a good, good – Right. Anytime I fuck someone who could have been cast on Sean Cody, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen a whole lot, but happens occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say nine times out of ten, they are they want to watch themselves in the mirror, and they're like looking at themselves. Ooh, I don't know how I'm dodging bullets. I like, like looking that. us in the mirror. Oh hell yeah! I like but, a view that I can't get because my neck's not long enough. Like I like that kind of thing with a mirror. Well, I had necks who who hated looking in the mirror because he said every time he looked in, he saw his dad. Because <laughs> he looks like his dad. He was like, Ooh. I just I lock eyes with my dad every time. Ooh. Oh, that's interesting. I said, oh, so you're just trying really hard not to come. <laughs> <laughs> you terrible. Because I'm a horrible person. Yeah. Um, Fuck. All right, one more person. Okay. Oh, yeah, we only we only looked at two. Let's do some more. Two, yeah. like, not great people so far. Where's the, where's the cutie that's going to be a quality, quality wolf? You know what? Astoria mm. has kind of a type going. I know it, it does look like they're all the same person, basically. They do. They all they're all bearded, bearded daddy. Yeah, they're a little bit beefier, which is hot. What's like, this? 
There you go. Window lit. Uh, okay, who would play her? Um, do another photo. Let's see. Let's scroll a little more. Oh, I like the Britney t-shirt. I don't know. Who would play her? Maybe. He's um, very handsome. Oh, you know what? This person's queer, too. Uh, I know his first name's Guillermo. Is he on the What We Do in the Shadows? Is that that one? No, that's a character on What We Do in the Shadows. Um, Guillermo. God, he's in so many things. Oh, was he in Scandal? I didn't watch enough Scandal. He was in, uh, I know he was in Girls for like three episodes. Uh, ah, damn it. I'm so bad at this. Anyway, there was, there's an actor named Guillermo who I know is a queer person. Um, well, the queer guy on, the guy who plays the queer guy on Girls. Oh, you're saying Girls. I'm oh, sorry. My, my man in Broad City. Um, he's straight. But, oh, no, I'm sorry. My, okay, I'm getting reference excuse. Anyway, he's, um, he's Latino and like, uh, like he looks like he's a mechanic. Yeah. Uh, bur- rough, burly, muscly. Yeah, just t-shirts and wife beaters and stuff, and not like very handsome. About like a, very hot. We're not worrying about like a also cool Britney t-shirt. Cool um, Britney t-shirt. Um, like, feeling lucky is his title. Thirty-four. Oh, very Britney reference too. Ooh. Um, he is a jock slash geek. He's into bears, jocks, muscle geeks, guys next door. He's into friendships, relationships, dates, chat only, networking. He, him pronouns. What I'm looking for. Chat, vibe, see what chemistry forms. Not into random hookups. Show me you're more than that. Okay. Wrong then. Oh, yeah. Right your. So he's using the correct your, but he's using the wrong then. He's using then, not then. Yeah, the time passage. Um, He gets a wolf because he's sexy. But I don't know anything about. I Okay, what do you assume if they don't list whether they're top, bottom, or verse? I usually assume they are like one of those people that likes to to vibe it out and and oh and he says the word vibe he does use the word vibe um jj yeah. i've started using the word vibe i used it today in dance rehearsal i was like all right during this just vibe i was like god damn it i it's mean happened. you can turn something from ironic jokery into your Do you know what i will never say talk about it liddy oh man liddy's like yeah no that's weird and it, i think it's done probably what, what was the other one liddy titties the the that my friend that was a catchphrase for my friend and i love if if my friend says that to this day i'll be like yes liddy titties i'm in again but. is there a ch word that popped up recently uh, something that sounds like chode but is not ch- cho cho you might be teaching me something cho that choopy chobani no cho i don't know there was a new one all right we'll look it up we'll find uh, out oh you're old now you don't know. I do, okay. I stopped downloading. I didn't do Snapchat. Like Snapchat and TikTok, that stuff goes beyond my vocabulary. So as soon as something's cool on there, I'll get it on Instagram or YouTube like uh, months later. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm behind the curb. Right. All right. Well, we're going to go refresh the Urban Dictionary to figure out what the kids are saying so we can be hashtag relatable. And <laughs> we'll be right back after that with a very special guest. All right, so I was introduced to Aaron Carr back in, it was during the pandemic. Uh, so they were doing a promotion. The company was doing a promotion on Instagram with Sherry Vine, friend of the podcast, and Jackie Beat, one day, I hope, friend of the podcast. And uh, I just was like, oh, you know, here's a brand who's, who's you know, wants to reach out to the LGBTQ community, is doing it through two drag icons and legends. So let me check into this company. So I, I reached out to the Instagram and we, you know, got a conversation going and uh, the owner was so lovely and sent me a whole bunch of free products and said she would love to work together. So I, I'm very happy to have this company with us here at Dying Alone Together. Thank this thank this product for bringing you this podcast by uh, checking out their products. Now, uh, there are two in particular I guess I should only do one at a time. There are two in particular that I have folded into my regular skincare routine because I just, they're really great. So the one I'll talk about today is Revenge, which uh, <laughs> on brand, on brand for Jack Tracy to have a skincare product called Revenge. Um, I once told a senior associate at a at a law firm, she asked me, what's your number one motivation in life? And I told her, Spite. So Aaron Carr has a moisturizing face scrub with hyaluronic acid called Revenge. It is really soft going on. It has, you know, the little, like, textury little, you know, the scrub, the scrub shit. 
that you put on your face and you scrub and it takes off all the dead skin. And I am constantly, um, humble brag, I am constantly uh, told that my skin looks great and I do not look like I'm about to have a 39th birthday. So uh, I think a lot of that might be due to this uh, this face scrub. Can't can't vouch for that. Can't can't put science behind that. But um, you know, try it. So you can get the Revenge Moisturizing Face Scrub and use it like I do. I do it once a week because uh, I don't want to irritate. I feel like doing a scrub too much is you can you can scrub too much. I feel like it's like it's like douching. Like you don't want to do it all the time because you're going to ruin the sort of the the natural environment. Anyway, Aaron Carr probably doesn't want me using douching as an example, but hopefully you laughed. What were we talking about? Revenge. Claim your revenge over uh, uh, the cruelty of the aging process at AaronCar.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-C-A-R-R-E.com. Yay, new ads! Our guest today is a DJ, event producer, activist, author, poet, and all-around troublemaker, just to name a few. Um, He has been a sound selector for just about every gay bar in the city throughout his 18-year plus career, from the East Village to the West Village and beyond from Rock Bar to Nowhere. He has provided the soundscape for the Urban Bear Street Fair and Folsom Street East, as well as hosting his annual Madonna Worship Night celebrating its 13th year. He actually took his infamous all-Madonna-themed party to Lisbon in 2020. He has enjoyed a residency for almost eight years at the legendary Stonewall Inn as in-house tech and DJ for drag shows, cabaret performances, parties, and more. Throughout the years, he has lent his talents to countless fundraisers and causes and is one of the producers of the annual New York Dance Parade and Festival each May. And more and more and more, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chauncey Dandridge. Woohoo! Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. How are you guys? Doing good. We're back at it. This is our first recording in a while. Yes. Yes. We we took off. I th- we took off. For, we usually take off like for a month, mm-hmm. and then we come together to do a bunch. Uh, you are our first guest of the new year, so uh, happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. Do you have any um, specific goals for twenty twenty two? Um, probably just to like keep uh, keep the momentum that I've been that I've been on the past like couple months. I've been, um, things have been going really well, and I've been meeting a lot of cool artists and collaborating and stuff like that. So. I just want to take everything to the next level and uh, and all that. So. Your fans are lovely. So I had the fortune of performing at his event uh, in November at Stonewall, which was my first time ever performing at Stonewall, which was very special. Yeah, it's the fucking Stonewall. Absolutely. Um, and and it's all thanks to to Chauncey and his. It's really nice to do one of these bar shows where like. I don't know how to say this in a way that doesn't sound that make other bar shows sound shitty, but like where everyone is there, like for the thing that's happening Mm -hmm. and very excited to be there. And like, they want to see everything that's being thrown and they're like happy and they know Chauncey and they're like, they're like, it was a very welcoming, excited, engaged. It wasn't just a bunch of people like drinking and like, what's going on over there? That's like no shade to other bars because that's just how it goes at every other bar show. Right. Yeah. That's what freak out is. It's basically like a, like a community, uh, of, of, of artists and performers and stuff. So, you know, I, I offer a platform for them to perform in and it's just like, I usually do a theme every year. I haven't done that in a, in a, in a couple months because we just, we just uh, started doing it again in person. We did, a, we did a lot of online shows and um, my regulars, like the performers, the, they love when I give them a theme because it really stretches their imagination and, and pushes them. You know, like I've done like Halloween shows. I've done like, obviously like, like typical holidays, you know, themed shows but I've also done like just a random thing like once I did like love letters and and love letters and something I forget what it was called but like it was about like heartbreak people so people were focused mm. on, on, on things in that way like love letters and un- unanswered love letters I think it was called so it was like mm-hmm. um like unre- uh, unreturned love and, and stuff like that so it was a it wasn't just a Valentine's Day show it was like let's talk about the ugly side of things you know there we go. So what is, so you're obviously a Madonna stan. You're talking to the number one Janet Jackson stan. So what is your favorite Madonna number? What's your favorite Madonna song of all time? Um, it's definitely, and it will always be Rescue Me from the Immaculate Collection. That's always been my, like, oh. I love the spoken word combination with the house music and all that kind of stuff. So uh, when that song came out, it was soon after like justify my love came out that was when she started with the whole spoken word and 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 all that 
And then when that song came out, it was like the complete, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I was born in the seventies. So I was a young homosexual in the, in the nineties. So, uh, we used to go out to all the clubs and then that kind of music was, was, was our, like, was our religion. So when she did a house track with singing and speaking, and it was just, it was, you know, it was, it just blew us all away. So that alone is my favorite. So you have decided to play a game, a game that we have not yet played with anyone yet. So good thing for the new year. Absolutely. Um, This game is called deal breakers and JJ and I are just going to give you um, off the top of our heads as we're as we're rolling through um, different things about a particular love interest and you have to decide and whether or not this is a deal breaker for you. you you can ask questions you can probe it you can negotiate it um, with whomever has come up with the potential deal breaker but we'll, we'll get to know a little bit about uh, how you how you look at relationships. Uh, may I ask if you are currently in a relationship? I am single. You are single. Are you are you looking? Are you having fun? What's your what's your temperature these days? I've, got, I've gotten to the point where I'm, I've that whole like advice of don't look and it'll show up, and I'm just waiting for it to show up. <laughs> waiting there for we it go. to arrive. Yeah, I know how that feels. Certainly, I mean, my schedule is crazy. So if I were to date someone, they would have to be either very patient or they would have to be in some similar type of of career where they know that. You know, I won't see them as much for their particular reasons, and and vice versa. So, I'd probably yeah. have to date like an artist or a or someone who travels a lot. I don't know. So it would have to be somebody who can put up with with my nonsense. Right. So all anyone listening to this, if you are a drag queen or an investment banker, <laughs> Chauncey is available. <laughs> or if you're, you know what, I want a drag queen investment banker. Oh hey, I want it to get. I want. I want her turning numbers and cr- and and closing books. You know, closing deals. Yeah, if I'd um. If that person exists, I hope you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get in. <laughs> let's get into deal breakers. So I, I'm going to give you one that's that's fairly. So if it is a deal breaker, I'll say I'll say yes, right? You can say that is a deal breaker. That is not a deal breaker. Or you can maybe try to ask. You know, if if it's something where it's like, well, how much? Or yeah. or what about you know? You can you can try to probe it a little bit, uh, if you'd like. Uh, I have a feeling some of these are going to be hard yeses and hard noes. <laughs> so um, you're dating someone, and they reveal to you that they absolutely cannot stand Madonna. Deal breaker? Definitely a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> must must worship. Now, what is the level of worship this person must have for Madonna in order to be acceptable? Well, fun, funny to- enough, my my ex was uh, Janet was was his Madonna. So uh, right. I love I love Janet. Uh, you know, definitely, you know, she's up there for sure. Um, but um, like Janet was his Madonna and Madonna was my Madonna and we both liked each one. They don't have to worship her. They can, I like, a, I like someone who, I like someone who doesn't just blindly like something like they can, they don't have to worship her to my extent, but uh, they definitely have to, you know, they're going to have to come see a show with me. It's fu- it's funny because it comes up with the Janet stuff when I date and so, if someone will inevitably be like, you know, you know, I mean, I like you, but you know, I don't like you as much as you. And I always, it, or that, or it's because I'm also a huge Star Trek fan. And what I always say to them is, oh, I like this enough for everyone. You don't have to like it. I like it enough for everyone in the world. <laughs> JJ, give Chauncey a deal breaker. All right. So they have a collection of sex toys, and one of them is a mold of a former lover's penis. Oh, that's. That's creepy and a deal breaker. <laughs> That's okay. deal breaker. Yeah. What if what if he only uses it when like to masturbate when he is alone? He's not asking you to like use it on him. Mm-hmm. He is only using it or to use it on yeah, you. He is only using it when he is alone, but you know that it exists. And they're trying to let you know that, oh, it's just a toy. It's not I'm not thinking about them either. It's just you it's know, just a nice dick. Hit the, nice. hit the spot a little. I mean, I mean, it could it could turn into something kind of sexy and kinky, but uh, it's you know the whole like, why do you need that? Am I not good enough? Kind of that that goes into play a little bit. So you would have to. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't think I would want it used on me, but maybe, like you said, if he's alone, he can do what he wants. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I might have to like accidentally like. 
put it in the microwave and it'll melt or something one day. It's also like to have an arsenal, like people with collections, I think some of the attachment is the fact that they're expensive. Like that stuff just costs so much money. Right. What if he has, so my new deal, deal breaker, what if he has a collection of Franklin Mint um, snow globes uh, themed Wicked? They're Wicked themed snow globes. He's got like 300 of them and they're all over a wall. And he gets a new one every year for Christmas. That is very specific. I love that. Um, um, I, you know, I, I have my collections of things uh, that are a little weird. So I, I don't think that would be, that would definitely not be a deal breaker. Ooh, will you name one? Will you name something? Um, of yours? I, I like, uh, I collect like vintage creepy dolls. Whoa. Whoa. Not dolls that are, were made to be creepy. Like, I mean, I have a couple of those, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by like, there's this one, I, I got it on eBay. It was a, a souvenir of like a cruise ship and it's this little sailor boy and it is the most terrifying, I'm a big horror movie fan. So it is the most terrifying face you could ever imagine on, I'll, I'll send you a picture later. And I don't understand how um, a, like parents went on a cruise and brought that home for their kid. Like the <laughs> eyes are horrifying. They're like, he's just staring at you like, and he's kind of like, kind of like gender ambiguous. You can't even tell if it's like a boy or a girl. And it's, it's, it's just, it's awful. Like I love, it's so awful, it's amazing. Oh, good. Well, maybe the fascination with something creepy, maybe that's the same reason that this guy keeps dildos and like asses and stuff. Like, just, you know. Just I don't think, we're, we're coming up with a new person each time. I don't think oh, this is one severely I'm building, quirky individual. I'm building one we're just quirky. building one weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> boyfriend, he's got, a, he's got a dildo of his boyfriend's dick. He hates Madonna. He... <laughs> What's Jay, do you have a collection of dildos? Do I? No, because they're expensive and also... Well, we kind of do because of our old sponsor. Oh, right. Yeah, we, we were <laughs> together as a... Our former uh, sponsor uh, uh, was a sexual wellness brand. So right. we, we certainly have a lot of things that yeah. around the apartment. That's true, but I don't know. I'm not good with toys. I think, I don't know, different than person. Anyway. Another deal breaker? Oh, um, ooh, what about they don't uh, go to leather events? Um, I don't go to leather events, so that often... Oh. Well, Urban Bear and and Street Fair, I just didn't know if that oh, was... Oh, yeah, because... Oh, sorry, he's getting that from your bio, from right. like Urban Street and Folsom Street. No, um, I mean, I, I've worked those events. I mean, it's, it's okay. a side of me. It's a side of me I haven't completely delved into, but I respect it. But uh, if they don't go to leather events, that's fine, because I, I, I don't usually go to leather. I mean, I, if I'm working, I go. Oh, I got you. That's super cool. I like that it's, you know, compartmentalized or like a, you can be a part of like the music, but not a part of the entire event. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I'm very like uh, intrigued by the by the scene. Um, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of another form of drag in a way. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a costume, and it's a you know, it's a it's a whole like state of mind. But uh, I mean, I've I've dabbled a little here and there over the years, but I've I, I haven't put on a pair of leather pants in quite some time. So, all right. So on the top of of exploration, what if this person is is pretty sexually adventurous and likes to to try different things? And one of the things he wants to do. Uh, he has had custom made for him a replica of the costume of that Sailor Boy doll, and he's going to wear it during sex. So he wants to be the creepy doll of yours. Oh, definitely not a deal breaker. That would be hot. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Funny you mentioned that. Um, it was something that me and my my last ex were were big horror movie fans, and uh, one of, when we first started dating, one of our uh, half joke half like real plans was he was going to dress up as Michael Myers in that, in like the, in from Halloween, yeah. in the, like the, what is it? What are those, those called? The, the, the coveralls, like the, mm -hmm. like the, almost like a jumpsuit kind of thing. Yeah. Like the, yeah. Like the jumpsuit. And we were, we were supposed to have sex, but we never, we never did that. Oh, <laughs> that's the one. Too we continued. Is that the one where the mask that they used in the movie is like a William Shatner yes. mask? Yes. 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 With hair. Just well, it was like I said, it was kind of a half joke, half uh oh, let's do this. It was like um where he was gonna get dressed up with that whole costume. We were supposed to have sex, but that never happened. But I green light that stuff. I say anything adventurous and fun, why the hell not? Oh, you know me. Yeah. I've got like six six fantasy scenarios going on <laughs> at at the same time. In fact, uh the speaking of leather, someone that I was 
dating and sort of gave me the, I don't really feel a romantic spark thing. Um, uh, he was like, let's just be friends. I'm like, cool. I have no interest in platonic friends. However, you did mention that you wanted to explore leather. So I'm more than happy to, he's, he's a bottom. I was more than happy to train you as my sub. And he mm. was like, Hmm. So um, I've been giving him some instructions Ooh, <laughs> this morning. Damn, damn, damn. Uh, so uh, I'm, ta- I'm t- class is open, <laughs> and I'm taking on Professor Tracy. Taking on new subs. Um, oh, it's your turn. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'll take your interest and use it against you. What if he's also so into Madonna that he can only come with a Madonna album playing in the background? Oh wow! Um, that he can only come when Madonna's playing. Mm-hmm. Right. In fact, it's a problem. He can't go to your your themed nights because he's just like coming in his pants, like oh. at the party. Like there's something about the tone of her voice. It's like, like, you, like it's like the brown note, but for him, Madonna's voice is the white note. Yeah, and it every, just makes him come every time he hears it. It takes him back to other sexual memories. Puberty happened with Madonna. It's just right. all that sexual energy is right there. So he's he's too into Madonna. <laughs> You guys are uh, you guys are detailed. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Someone hasn't listened to this show before. <laughs> I mean, I, that that could turn into a whole like you know, like if we're having a fight, I just put on like a Madonna song and he and he stops me and we like start doing things. And it has to be one that's not sexy. Like you're playing like Frozen, and he's like <laughs> Jimmy from True Blue. Um, yeah, no, that. Um, that would be a funny, um, like Saturday Night Live skit, actually, where like you're in like an abusive relationship and he's they're arguing, and all of a sudden you put on like Celine Dion and, and the and the guy Aww. stops and then like starts masturbating. That's really funny. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I, I it would probably ruin a few songs here and there because, you know, <laughs> but uh, that would be kind of fun, actually. There we um, go, game for that for a bit. What do you what do you consider to be um? So we play another game that's sort of like about red flags and we ask people like, have you had any recent experiences where someone's where something's been just like, oh, I can't do this red flag or like something that you like watch out for and make sure is or isn't there uh, when dating uh, to either judges a, a must have or, a, you know, if this person is like this or has this interest or has this, it's like it's absolutely not for me. Is there something on your list that you keep an eye out for when you date? Um, if they uh, have more than one pair of uh, nasty pig underwear or uh, accessory. Oh, that's a specific one. That can you un- can you unpack that for us? I just think uh, nasty pig is like the like the Nicki Minaj of rap, like of clothing. Like, or it's just it's it's that thing obvious. we're told to wear. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. So it doesn't have to do with with um, kinking this or sexual clothing as a concept. It's specifically it's like. Um, yeah, you think it's too too overrated, over or brandy? Like it's all about the branding. Uh, yeah, no, it's kind of like you know, oh, oh, I'm I'm wearing this because you know, this is what all the other gay guys are wearing. Do you feel that way about Andrew Christensen? It depends on who's wearing it. Like, uh-huh. some, like Andrew Christian underwear, like should not be worn by everyone. Like there's a certain, like there are other brands that look better on different bodies. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't really delved very deep into like the underwear gay situation. I don't know. I've kind of stopped wearing underwear. Oh, cool. Like almost entirely. I, I, like for work things and, you know, stuff where I'd, like I'm being professional, like absolutely. Especially no, no underwear. Yeah, no, no, no one needs to see like my, my dick like flopping around in my. But I've just, I've just like, I've decided in my older years to John Hammett. Okay. Like, why the fuck not? Oh, yeah. He's pretty known. Yeah, for he's his, just like, like his look, dick line. The, there's my dick right there. And cool. Like, I don't care. I just don't I, care. I'm so. I'm, it's so, if I ever leave, leave the house, like, just in, in, like, shorts, like, to run to the store and I'm not wearing underwear, I'm paranoid. I don't know. It's, it's like, a weird, like, I have to have some sort of underwear on. Oh, no. I'm like, good, you know, if you see something, good for you. Good for you. I've been there, though, where I'm like, oh, my God, I feel exposed and I can't even get make it down the sidewalk without feeling, like, absolutely seen too much. But, you know, I don't know. The older I get, maybe I'm relaxing on that, too. Well, speaking of being exposed so much so that you may not be able to walk down the sidewalk anymore, uh, thank you for joining us for this explicit game today, (laughs) Chauncey. Can you tell people where they can find you, where they can follow you, where they can support you? Yeah, of course. Um, uh, On Instagram, I'm at DJ Chauncey D. That's DJ C-H-A-U-N-C-E-Y-D. That is all my my gigs, my activism. Uh, I have some music coming. I just released some music with my friend uh, Van Hester in Montreal and we're, we're 
in the process of slowly releasing songs from a, a full EP, a duet EP. So those those songs are popping out. You can find me on Spotify, Chauncey Dandridge. Um, I have, a, I have a website, houseofdandridge.com. Uh, I'm not as active on it as I used to be, but you can definitely catch some like older events and stuff like that. I do a lot of activism um, locally and around the world. So uh, you could check all that out on my Instagram. And uh, obviously I have a Facebook, uh, Facebook page, uh, DJ Chauncey D and also House of Dandridge where I kind of do like Keep it keep it a little more political on that that thing, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you Google me, Chauncey Dandridge, you, you'll you'll find uh, lots of stuff. Well, thank you for joining us today, and we will be right back after this break to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. So I'm going to leave us with love and light today, um, because it's. Uh, uh, this is a part one. I'll do a part two next episode because uh, it's people that I saw today, earlier today, before we started recording. Uh, so part one, my first love and light is going to be to my dancers. Yeah. I So growing up as a huge Janet Jackson stan, one of the many things I liked about her and her production and her career and how she packaged herself is a, a Janet fan – also knew the names of all of the dancers because they were always there was a it was a troupe. Oh, okay. It was the same the people in the same videos. Mm-hmm. They would have acting moments. They would be her friends. They would be, and it just felt like a, like you you were watching a little family. Mm. And she even you know, to her I think detriment sometimes would always position herself like she was never like I am here and then like shadowy dancers in the back like. It was always like a team and it was always like her and her friends and it was always like a group to the point where sometimes it was like she never even really positioned herself in the videos like as the star. Okay, cool. And and there were entire videos where she's just kind of like milling around in the back and the actions, other stuff. But she's like naturally shy and all that. Anyway, this is about Janet. But I loved that. And so when I started, you know, singing and dancing and and all of that, um, I emulate – her career and her her vibe and stuff in a lot of ways. And one of the things that was very important to me is that to have a team of dancers that were regular people, that were recognizable, that if you watched a bunch of videos, you'd be like, oh, that's her and that's him and that's that. I just really – I think it's fun. I think it's good fan service. I like Easter eggs. I like things like that. So I am very, very fortunate that most of the dancers who are dancing with me today, I met in what, 2017, 2016, mm-hmm. continue to dance with me for this, you know, to this day. Yeah. Um, shout out specifically to the ones I saw this morning, Sharon and Amiko. Um, uh, Marcus, who's a new one with us, uh, he's in the Daddy Made It video and has performed live with me a couple times. Um, you know, there's always a little bit of turnover, but for the most part, it's like the same Maria. I don't. I don't want to get into certain names because then I'm going to miss somebody, and then someone's going to be mad at me. <laughs> but um, we've had Jordan on the podcast before. Yeah. He was a dancer. Matt. Um, yeah, Corey. it's just Corey. I I really de- every time I walk away from a rehearsal, it does not. Um, I I do not take for granted the fact that these people like continue to come back and want to do stuff together and seem to have a fun time and like I don't take that for granted and it it, it really means a lot to me that like people want to keep coming back and doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to leave love and light to them. I I love those guys and I'm very thankful to have them. Yay, that's a good one. Yeah. That's super sweet. I'm also gonna love and light. It'll be a very like positive uh, closing today. All right. Um, Much like the positive closing of your your now healed asshole. Yes. Oh my god, I could just love and light that. Thank Hold you on for one a, second. Oh, Someone pausing for noise. So uh, I, by the time that this airs, I'll have moved into a new apartment. Actually. Oh yeah. So I'm. It's a little preemptive, but I do know the neighborhood already. So I'm definitely love and lighting the neighborhood. It's Where? like Prospect Crown Heights. Okay. Uh, Prospect yeah, Heights yeah. Heights. I like Prospect Heights a lot. Yes. Yeah. Just being walking distance to like the museum, to the Grand, Mar- Grand Army Plaza, the library, the Botanic Garden, Prospect Park. That is enough for me to just be excited on its own. But I'm also, I don't know. There's just there's a number of things that I'm excited about with this move, nice. and just a new fresh start i know knock on wood hoping you know moving is also stressful and like adaption and change is always there's a learning curve usually but i don't know i'm just really pumped about that so love and light to prospect heights crown heights so you 
we have been trying you i don't you probably can tell from the edit mm-hmm. we are someone is drilling something upstairs and it's really fucking annoying <laughs> and um uh we've been trying to navigate that so you've probably heard a very choppy love and light today and a little bit of the drilling in the background we apologize um usually the only drilling we're talking about on this podcast is your broken asshole that's what i'm saying more drilling oh and there it goes again so let's see if we can get through this. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. If you liked us, if you like listening to us, you want to keep listening to us, make sure you subscribe to us wherever. God, this fucking drilling. I'm into it. Just harmonize with it. Mm-hmm. Is it like a mix? Is this like a Thanksgiving thing? Is it like a mixer? Is it like a... Oh, I hope they're like making cheesecake. <laughs> I, that would be great. What? <laughs> if you enjoyed listening to this episode today, make sure you please uh, click subscribe wherever you're listening to us. You can always interact with us by leaving a comment, by clicking the like button, the five stars, whatever it is, that helps us reach more people. You can also interact with us on our Instagram at at Dying Alone Podcast. You can also find me at at Jack Tracy Official. Me at JJ Bozeman. And our neighbor, hopefully on the Food Network. I do hope it's food. Or HGTV. Maybe it's a craft. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the YouTube channel, Necessary Outlet. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Mwah.